Collins is next. Hello, everyone, and welcome once again to Fun Point, a podcast where two friends force each other to listen to new music. I'm your host, Eddie Colazzo, and with me, as always, Dr. Brooks Oglesby, PhD. Hey, how's it going? Hello. Uh, I hope you had time to listen to our, our album. Yeah, this week. folks. Yeah, if you if you didn't get a chance to listen to the album, just like turn down the Patreon segment and listen to the whole thing. Yeah, then, you'll right? get you'll get everything you need. Uh, yeah. right there. Get get it knocked out quick. Yeah, um, if you're if you're ever watching the Undertaker make his entrance at MetLife yeah. Stadium, just listen to the entire self titled. You'll Man be up to at least like. Ashtray petting zoo by the time he even gets in the ring. So mm-hmm. you know, uh, not much to worry about there. Yeah, wrestling wrestling's in the air. Um, mm. We might have to, you know, we, Fun Point Nation. I don't, I don't know. It's actually it's good for Fun Point Nation. It's bad for uh, Yada Yada Boys Nation because, as you know, it's WrestleMania weekend next weekend, and I'm sure it you're going to be booked. We're probably going to have to push some stuff back. Uh, but, uh, yeah, I I totally forgot about WrestleMania. Is it what? Which which one is it? WrestleMania thirty nine. Thirty nine. It's WrestleMania goes Hollywood. Oh, so they're going to be in Cal- – oh, I can't go then. I was – you know, I was thinking about seeing all two days of it or whatever. Yeah, I was going to go, but then I I was going to go see all two days of it and then like NXT Boys in the House or whatever the fuck the, the, their pay-per-view is called. WrestleMania, you will never be Wrestle Kingdom. Do not even try to do a two, no. stupid two-day thing. That but WrestleMania wants. XL next year is in Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. Oh, okay. Ford Field, so, so. – Who um, – Start dropping those hints to Kim. Who's headlining this year? This, it's um, the American Nightmare Cody Rhodes versus Roman Reigns. Mm. That's going to be a good match. It's going to be. I'm unfortunately going to be doing an improv show during that time, so mm. I'm going to miss it. But I just every you know when you finish your improv show, you know this. Like it's like okay, now are we going to go to like IHOP or are we going to go to Denny's? Mm-hmm. And whichever one we go to, um, I'm going to be in the bathroom with my phone using my data to watch the American Nightmare destroy the Tribal Chief. Oh my god, they have they have Ray Ray versus Dominic. This is the match everyone's been craving. Yeah, and then they're they're doing a um they're they're doing a probably a follow-up match in Puerto Rico because mm-hmm. a Bad Bunny is going to be there at their at their backlash at their, at their backlash adventure. Yeah, he is going to um, be there. So that's that's going that's going to be a huge night. Mm-hmm. Um I hope it I will hope that it will help um solve the wounds of um those crooked baseball refs who took everything from us. Exactly. Yeah. The, the refs, while, while uh, Team Puerto Rico was celebrating their huge upset win over the Dominican Republic, the refs pulled out all their crowbars and went to town on Edwin Diaz's knee. Uh, that's, that's why that's why there was like no footage of what happened in the mob, you know, when they were all jumping up right. and down. The umps edited it out. They said, enough, <laughs> we've heard enough of these fucking trumpets. <laughs> End it. Yeah. Uh, Mets are still yeah, winning. Yeah, we're excited. Mets are winning the division, though, so... Yeah, 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 absolutely. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I think I think that's the only sport that's happening right now because I my my March Madness bracket is just it's it's a it's a fuck it's a bloody shambles. Yes. It's a so. fucking shambles, mate. If you didn't have FDU advancing in the first round, you're done for. So. Yeah, and that that was that was what was hard for me is because. Fun point prep these last two weeks were just so fucking easy, brother. It mm-hmm. was just so it was mastered, mastered, mastered. Like, I was seeing the Genius page before my eyes as I was listening to the album with my uh-huh. eyes closed in bed. I saw everything. I knew everything. Mm-hmm. Um, even though I – this is another one where I realized I'd never understood what Barry was saying. This, Barry Joyce Manning. See, I'm glad we're on the same page here um, because I, I've heard this album a lot. And yeah, it's I probably top ten all time for me. About, like, halfway through of one of the listens, I was like, oh, I'm excited to find out what he's saying. <laughs> right. these songs. 
And, and it's not even like, you know, like in Never Hung Over Again, it sounds like you're saying suck and titty by the ocean when he says <laughs> yeah. suck and titty by the ocean. That's funny. We've talked about that on a prior episode. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Um, I don't even have like a fake version of what he's saying in a lot of these. I just sort of say phonetically. Yeah, it's it's kind Statue, of Statue, a duck skull. Like that's that's ex- the, exactly, the best I can do. Exactly. And it's it's kind of the same thing um like uh that I know you do because we've been listening to a lot of twice. Is it like where you just say the yeah. English words? You yeah, know? that's so fun. You get to yell those out and then for the rest you just kind of like know vaguely how it sounds. Yeah, Joyce Manor should also release cheering guides like twice though. It makes <laughs> yeah. it a lot easier. Uh-huh. Yeah, we're going to upload TikToks of us doing the choreography <laughs> <laughs> the fucking yeah. orange julius or whatever yeah that's mm-hmm. gonna be good barry is my bias because he's the one that i know from he's, the band yeah he's he's joyce. i don't remember the other names uh-huh. uh, he's he's the leader of joyce manor yeah he is leader uh lead dancer uh main uh-huh. main vocals he's also head of security if you try to fucking mosh that's yeah. for sure uh-huh. I've, I've heard that about them they do not like that shit at all yeah uh i if you're not t-posing completely still at the joyce manor concert like that's how you know it's a good one you know yeah i was thinking about i was because like i saw i saw joyce manor shortly after that whole stage diving controversy where he was like can you not like jump up and do a mario hip drop on like the 13 year old girl yeah. who's grabbing the barricade and yeah, everybody's like not, no that's not real y- punk yeah can you not do the fucking triple jump to get onto the stage off of everyone's <laughs> heads uh, please it, it would be great if you could not just turn people into coins right. at our concerts and everyone's like barry heard a wah- wahoo and before he hit the triple hang on i yeah. do not want to hear fucking whoopee in the fucking audience <laughs> yeah. even once yeah and they were like this wall kicks this will not is, work wow the fucking millennial punk this is for babies it's like oh yeah. i would also appreciate like i i mention it all the time there was that one time i saw bomb the music industry and had a great time would have been a lot better if i didn't get punched directly in the dick uh, right. So, you know, that's just my maybe bias. Yeah, Jeff shouldn't have done that to you. <laughs> he shouldn't. He shouldn't. <laughs> uh, yeah, forced to go home after Jeff Rosenstock punched me in the dick and ball 65 <laughs> times. So. I, what an honor. Mm-hmm. I, um, I was thinking about it. Um, do you, you've, you've had some, you've had some minutes in mosh pits over your life. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But usually not of my own will. So you you find yourself like in the middle of a circle pit at the less than Jake show and you're like I gotta get out of here. Yeah, it's like I just you know things things are pushing and moving around and then I find myself like at the edge of it and I'm like all right maybe I'll I gotta do like a circle. It's like when you get stuck in a traffic circle, you know, and you just have yeah, to like, yeah, yeah. go around and you're like oh god please just let me get to my exit so I can get out of here. Right. Uh, yeah, what yeah, a fun regional term for roundabout. Yeah. Um. Good. En- I, uh, good uh, ending song also. Y- yeah. <laughs> totally. Mm. I um. Do you think you're ever going to be in a mosh pit ever again? I don't oh, think so. I don't think not. I ever am. I was thinking about that. I've, I feel like I haven't been to as many concerts as I used to go to in my youth for, for a myriad reasons. Yeah. But even ones that, like, I fully graduated uh, with my masters, at least, of being the guy with his arms folded at the back of the... Oh, yeah, room, absolutely. You know? Uh, so that's me. Last time I saw Streetlight Manifesto, I was like, I'm good here, boss. So you, you kids have fun up there. Yeah. I'm standing as close to the bar as I can. (laughs) Not Mm -hmm. to drink, but to be away from all that shit that's going on. Yeah, I think my last concert was like 2018 when Against Me came to Mm -hmm. Tampa. Mm -hmm. And yeah, when like uh, she was playing like all of Reinventing Axl Rose, which kicked ass. Another album where I don't know any of the words, but it's fun to listen to. Uh I know know when to say Walking is Still Honest. I like Mm -hmm. that part. Yeah. Um, But yeah, I was totally, I was, I was sort of like, 
I, I was about to do my wrestling training in that same building, so I was like <laughs> sort of a practicing my menace. <laughs> yeah, I thought you were going to say you were going to practice your wrestling training on the the concert goers. Uh, I mean, I could, you know, if I found myself in that situation, you know, <laughs> you go you go happened. into the pit and just start doing uh, flat back bumps in front of everyone. Going, yeah, oh my God, I, <laughs> stay away from this guy. Yeah, moments before getting crowd killed to death, I try to like establish <laughs> wrist control on. <laughs> Bro, you are so lucky that you threw a beer all over me and made me slippery so I couldn't grab your wrist. Oh, yeah. You can easily maneuver behind someone and, you know, just just get their waist like that. That's yeah. simple stuff. I don't. And I also I know that I know that there's a big punk contingent of our listenership who's getting who's foaming at the mouth with anger at us because we're not even talking about like the real hardcore shit. Mm hmm. But I don't, this is, this is like as, as lo-fi yelling as I go. Yeah. If it like, like, and, and you, I feel like you, you go deeper than me. Like you like, you like bands where their logo looks like a, a cracked leather couch. Mm-hmm. Like I, okay, yes, I'm known to dabble in that. Type yeah. Of I never, I never really even go that far. Like for me, I, I hear a guy yelling about a constant headache and I'm like, there, there's no music that's any harder than this. Yeah. And I'm right. Uh, a cool thing about going back to this album is, you know, in, in the past, uh, couple years i've I've become a big like sound quality guy yeah totally uh and and part of the fun of that is like oh this album you know there's a lot of like heavy 808s or whatever so i'm gonna use these headphones that are like really bass you know bass yeah the cool thing about this is it didn't matter what i used because it sounded like shit the whole time uh yeah so that was kind of freeing in a way you know and i (laughs) so i'm curious did you at all dip into their recent self-titled remaster that they dropped a year or two ago i did not i didn't even know that happened yeah it's um i i I was sort of going back back between the original self-titled and the uh the it's so much it's so much crisper Mm -hmm. to the point where i'm like i don't know if i believe you that this is a this was your original vision Mm -hmm. like you can really you can really hear this motherfucker belting leather jacket like uh, and separately from the guitars and the drums and yeah, the bass. Yeah, I, I listened to the original, original, not even knowing there was a another one this whole time. So. Yeah, it's I definitely like because I've heard the original, you know, eight thousand times. I'm I'm more fond of that one, but it's it's a mm-hmm. fun little. It makes it twists your brain in a little. In, it, you know, it's like when you go to a concert and like they they interpolate some they different lyrics something in there or something different. like that. Yeah, uh-huh. yeah. Like that's it, it, it's a pleasant experience. But if I'm if I'm if I get one one once over with one of these albums, I'm going to go with the original for sure. Uh, oh, by the way, we're talking about Joyce Manor, Joyce Manor this week. We're talking uh, Joyce Manor, Joyce. I Manor. do. I always want to say Joyce Manor because I want to put the Y in both of them to make it rhyme, kind of. But right. That and Joyce Maynard one. is an American novelist, so that's okay. Um, that's probably yeah. She's I, written for Seventeen magazine and the New York Times. So of course, that's, that's probably um, what, I, what I'm thinking of. Yeah. Yeah, there was one time like eight years ago when I was in Barnes and Nobles and I saw a mm-hmm. Joyce Maynard book mm-hmm. and I put a picture of it on Tumblr and I said like, wow, I didn't even know they were working on a new album. And then it got like 13, 14 notes. It was a really big post. That's, for a, that's me. a big hit. It must have been a big hit. Yeah, it was, a, it was a big hit. I didn't know that there there was such there was such a reputation that this band had for being like a, a, a Tumblr DIY yeah, sort which, of. Because I feel which, like- which I remember now in, in hindsight. Yes, I would always see audio posts with with like these these four uh, precocious children on, mm-hmm. on the cover. Mm-hmm. The, and but that it, was I feel like that was before my time on that website because I had no, you know, recollection of that. I don't right. You were you were going I- to you were going to parties and you were wearing green man and you were you were meeting wives and things of that nature. <laughs> yeah, exactly uh-huh um makes sense though yeah anyway 
Orange Julius is the first song on here. Um, and this one is apparently about uh, bullies, is what I learned. So, yeah, I also I didn't I assumed it was about the beverage that you get at Dairy Queen, and then I listened to the lyrics. And I, I was like, oh, it's about getting bullied. Is it? Isn't that like a smoothie? Yeah, restaurant company, fruit drink beverage stores. That's a weird way to put it. I've never yeah. had an Orange Julius in my life. I don't see for me. I was orange... always. I don't think it was purposely a, a brand allegiance thing, but I was a big Jamba Juice head. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. We had Jamba that in Juice my college food court, so it's yeah, you, yeah. You got to go Jamba Juice. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, for me, it's to me orange is. I will, I will enjoy an orange candy or an orange soda, but it's it's very low ranking in terms of like treat flavors to me. Mm-hmm. Like um, if I'm, it's a candy, you're gonna go like watermelon. You're gonna go. I'm going. Yeah, if it was I'm like if it was if, it was if it was if it was banana Julius or like a, a grape Julius, you know, something like that. You know, mm-hmm. I, I can get into that. Mm-hmm. And it, it, that's also because I'm like coming into year nine of taking an orange Metamucil supplement every night, which probably has something to do with it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, um, honestly, even if for the fruit, I'm going tangerine. Like if yeah, if yeah, option, you know. But. Yeah, and you know, I'm born and raised in Florida. I, I see the oranges all the time. They're not special to me anymore. Mm. Um, but that's just me yeah 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 um we have our first uh genius just bullseye target right here first track yeah three seconds in uh on the annotation for oh i do feel awful on the way to school this could refer to bullying that the singer receives while in school yeah you got it and how they dread to go every day because of it absolutely yes you yes Perfect. I do feel awful on the... Yeah, I'm glad that, that Barry has announced how he feels, which makes me feel understanding. <laughs> yes, I understand. Uh, the the singer of this of this band, Barold, he is feeling uh-huh. an emotion, which is uh, tra- transmitted to the listener through the music. So I did also like Barry's comments on the song, saying it. He said it's about, it's about revenge, and further specifying the song is about bullies. When questioned regarding what the word up on the wall refers to, Barry does not remember. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Barry screamed a word, and yeah, uh, unfortunately, uh-huh. we still don't know what that word was. The the word it just said nice, and then yeah, but they didn't have like the soy the soy face at it yet, so he didn't know how to really react right. to that. Oh. Um, oh, that would have been a really funny time to be on the computer. I'm just saying, if, if like... I if I had students jabbing pens in into other people's eyes in my class, I I would that would not not happening. I I my classes are nice. My classes are good. <laughs> I, for a second, I was like, "What the? Where the fuck did you pull that from?" And then it was, "Oh yeah, verse two of the song that I've sung along to five hundred times." Grab that pen beside you, jam it into your eye. Now you're like, "Yeah, yeah." Just one of those things. Yeah, I don't realize what I'm saying. That's what makes music so dangerous. My my funny trick that I always do is like, if kids are like, you know, doing like like play fighting, basically, like even pretending to fight, I tell them like. Oh, save it, for, save it for, save it for next block. Don't do that. In here. Right. Yeah. Do, go do that in math. Don't do that here. Mm-hmm. And then they stop. So that works for me. It's a good bit. Mm-hmm. And then if, if there is an actual incident in math, I have to be like, oh my God, what happened? <laughs> that's, that's <so> crazy. <laughs> Mr. C told me I could. Mm-hmm. Um, the, appa- yeah, I'm just, I'm just read. I, these are all words that I have definitely heard before, but never in the song. So that's kind of cool. It's like, uh. You know, going back and discovering all the little foreshadowing that George left in uh, yeah, absolutely a Game of Thrones, yeah. 
uh you know I'm, it, it really does levels. feel good to do this right after twice because it really does feel like like i know that at the very end i'm gonna i'm gonna be yelling and you're the one thing i don't hate i love that yeah. part <laughs> yeah but then it's something about being like a, a cold and light embarrassment or something like that i don't know what the word is a cold and quiet paradise Ooh. absolutely mm-hmm. they pave paradise i love that song great song they do that I... yeah that's how it goes um do we want to go to to next one call out yeah no wonder this album was so big on Tumblr, am I right, folks? <laughs> there you go. Get Let's their go. asses Yeah, I like your shoelaces. Let's go. This this song starts in a way that makes you feel like you're about to be murdered. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the woke mob. <laughs> that's what happens. That's what. That's the fucking horn of the down with cis bus that pulls up next to yeah. you. <laughs> <laughs> it's the LA gangs coming after Markiplier. <laughs> Mark, look out! Please take shelter here. Cody Rhodes, don't don't go to WrestleMania. Goes Hollywood. I gotta be honest with you. The only words I ever understood in this song are "I call out" and the title of the song is "Call Out." Uh, yeah. So and the I wrote a wave of emotion. That part. Um. Yeah, 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 yeah. There's no, there's no fucking chance. I was, I was, I was getting all locked away inside a bedroom on the handlebars of your bike. There's no fucking chance. Mm. Let's see what um the whole first verse is uh is annotated here. So let's see what uh gone with one thousand numbers says. In this verse, Barry is speaking to a girl about his intentions. It's clear that he's using her and not interested in a relationship. The line "closing in on your heart with the worst of intentions" most likely means that he plans on using her for sex. Yeah, I guess yeah. Uh, that's usually what what that that means and that's yeah this is a song about how the worst thing you can be is a girl that has interest in the protagonist of the song yeah yeah it's very it's very nasty to have a crush on the lead singer or something uh-huh yeah, yeah i'm i'm not interested so that makes you so you're the villain actually yeah and that's that's why it's a call out call out post because it's like you shouldn't do that you know yeah we need to, we need to hold barry accountable for for the, the things that he he said that no one really knows I was, what he's saying i was hoping that there would be an annotation for all locked away inside a bedroom on the handlebars of your bike because bedroom that makes me think okay this is a, this is like a pop punk emo revival band this is a band that fucks mm-hmm. and perhaps this is like a there, there's like a you know there's like a, a a dark sort of you know not safe for work reading of handlebars of your bike Mm-hmm. And then I like I you know I searched handlebars, but I could only find the Flowbots video. I couldn't yeah, find I was any, just saying, any information uh, here, about that being a sex thing. On, on the handlebars of your bike, Barry makes a reference to the 2008 song uh, "Handlebars" by Flowbots. Um, it's a good song. It's I uh, hold driving on. in. I won't stop. Hold on one second. I just went to the Wikipedia page to see. I wanted to see how high it charted. Um, it got up to uh, number. There is no way it peaked at number thirty-seven. That's a lot. No, I was, I was, I would have put money down that it was number one for a number of. Weeks. It was number one for at least two years. Um, but I did find this little uh, bit of information. In May 2019, Flowbots sued YouTuber Logan Paul for copyright infringement over his 2017 single "No Handlebars." <laughs> so- uh <laughs> good luck wiggling your way out of this one logan fall yeah that's <laughs> the group has requested my... the group has requested all lo- royalties for the song which has earned paul over one million dollars so logan paul did um, what i'm assuming is just said different words over f- handlebars by flowbots and made a million dollars off of it wow i i love that for him 
Well, I, you know, I know, I'm, I'm glad to know that the Flowbots, they are, they will also be cheering for Seth freaking Rollins as he faces uh, Logan Paul at WrestleMania Goes Hollywood mm-hmm. uh, next Saturday and Sunday from yeah. SoFi Stadium, home of the Super Bowl champion Rams. Did you watch Kenny Omega versus Vikingo? I didn't. I saw, I saw a, uh, like a, a Instagram reel of uh-huh. like the cool Dragon Rana stunt that he did. It was pretty sick. Bro, it's like, a, it's like, a, it was a 10 minute spot fest. That shit kicks ass. I don't care. I, don't care it's who really, you are I, I forget that I like wrestling sometimes because we goof around a lot on here, but it's mm-hmm. cool when like wrestlers do a lot of cool moves, except for when Will Ospreay does it. I don't like yeah. that. Uh, yeah. Seth, Seth Rollins. Does he still say burn it down? Does he still do that? Yeah, of course. Okay. Seth Rollins says burn it down. Like, I, I don't care. I, I sleep. Vikingo does a 630 splash off the second rope onto a table. Real shit? <laughs> yeah, pretty good. Uh-huh. I remember, like, in using 2006 YouTube and, like, finding a 144p grainy video of, like, a, 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 like a 540 Phoenix splash and literally thinking, like, that is the most that a human being can possibly do. Yeah. Like, that was, that was, I was like, I need to go tell my friends and neighbors about this. You know, I also, it, wh- while we're on this topic, I think it's time that finally, someone finally gets Wikipedia's ass. Because yeah, sure. there was a certain point where you could scroll to the bottom of a wrestler's page and it would tell you all the moves they did and what they Bro, that done. shit makes me, I'm getting so mad just th- th- for even reminding me of that. That's that's one of the worst things. I know the Internet Archive thing just happened and we're all very cross about that. Mm-hmm. E- like... Removing the the finishing the finishing maneuvers, signature maneuvers, and like nicknames tab just for, from all wrestlers is like just, you the, die. The world just hasn't been the same since then. Jimmy uh, Wales, I am putting my three dollars into the fucking toilet and flushing. I'm not giving you it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, not not until you tell me what type of move the Judas effect actually is. Then I'll I'll put it back on there. Yeah, that, I need to know what like, he's trying to do with that one. <laughs> I need that and various, uh, I fucking, I'm like, I'm literally so mad. I can't even think straight. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry. And I'm also scared because you brought up the Judas effect. <laughs> yeah. I know. Yeah. Take your time. We got, we got time. Yeah. So did you hear that CM worry. Punk called, uh, called Chris Jericho a stooge on Instagram? He, he called, he, CM Punk started an Instagram story with the word sigh. He's then, so cool. I and, like him more every day. I love him. And then he called Chris Jericho a liar and a stooge. That's good. More people should do that. He's so cool. I'm so sad that he's never going to wrestle again, because I do like him. <laughs> hey, you never know. Yeah, maybe I'll catch him at, like, the Next Against Me show or something. Mm-hmm. I bet he'd go to a ghost show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He, he'd be there. I'd see him there. Yeah. Uh, so that's what Call Out Laundry is about. Uh, beach community. I lost it all in a beach community. That's my uh, Joyce Manor impression. That was pretty good. Yeah. Thank you. I, I'm trying my best over here. I don't know if you'd um, say it to their face, but... I feel like... And- Anyone, because you know, a lot of people here in in the New Jersey area, they talk about going down the shore, right? That's their favorite thing to do. Yeah, the famous place. Yeah, and, and all those people who are like, "Oh, I spend all of, um, you know, I spend all my summers at seaside." They're all fucking freaks. Um, so, oh yeah, if you live in Tampa there. and you go to the beach, I don't know what you're not what not your even going to the like beach. It. I'm talking about if you're like a down the shore person, you know, like you have the salt life sticker on your car. I hate you. I'm taking yeah, sense. yeah. I don't think you should you should have that on your car. Mm-hmm. I don't I know. know what I, that I'm, I'm, I'm not. I'm not in know. favor of stickers, anyways. But that that's that's no good. Just what I don't know what that is. Is it like a brand? Do they have products? I don't know what Salt Life means, but I see it a lot. And I'm no, like, you I are not surfing. 
So I'm not going to I'm not trying to get like blue or ribbled about it. But like when I was in my hometown, there was like some kid in my high school died and like he was apparently really into Salt Life stuff. So mm. people would like post Salt Life stuff after he died, like as a tribute. Mm. And for the next like 10 years, I thought that that was just like a local like thing mm. that was named after this kid who died in my hometown. So you now like, when that I go was to like, New Jersey. Yeah, that was like. Yeah, I shirt. thought that like, anytime <laughs> I saw a Guy Harvey shirt, I was like, whoa, you're from my hometown. That's crazy. <gasps> wow. I can't believe the reach that he had. You know? He yeah, that's people. damn. My high school was nothing. Yeah. Like that's that's crazy. Mm hmm. I didn't even get my own fucking page in the yearbook. And uh, like, speaking damn. of of uh, Salt Life, I hope everyone saw the the videos of me feeding the turtles. I fed Stitches the turtle for my birthday. Yeah. So a um, lot of people, a lot of people, like they wanted to see footage. They were like, "I don't fucking believe you." There's no way you would be brave enough to. to well, maybe you'd like feed him, but like you wouldn't like give him scratches on his shell. Yeah, and uh, I, again, they said that, and I thought like, okay, well, what am I, I'm going to just scratch a turtle? That's going to do nothing. And they're like, no, turtles feel through their shells. And I was like, oh, well, yeah. fuck yeah, that's, <laughs> Let me get that's in their there. skeleton, dumbass. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so stitches and uh, old green. Were the ones we were feeding Bob? Bob was not interested. I gave Bob. I, I Bob did a cool trick though. Uh, Bob's head came out of the water, and I was like, "Up oh, here, go!" And I tossed the fish, and Bob caught it. So, Ooh! But then, but then it's like, "All right, you got to pay me more for this shit." And just yeah, that's fine. Head. So Bob's on his grind, and I respect that. Mm -hmm. Um. Anyway, this is about how um this one was hard for me to sort of get into because to me, a beach community is simply a community. Just like mm -hmm. that's like it's it's redundant. Um. Mm. I have lost a good amount at the beach. Um, they don't tell like, you that, but like, like of, of belongings or like like emotionally, <laughs> like yeah, I lost yeah, the fucking oh uh, yeah, yeah, dude, mm. sand got everywhere. It was disgusting. Mm. Um, I lost like a shark tooth necklace that I got oh, at the beach once. I, I left that shit in like the hotel room. Mm. Um, oh, one time I went uh, to Daytona Beach and I went to one of those arcades where you get tickets. Mm. One of my mm. favorite kinds of arcades, mm. and I did the thing where it's like, oh, I want that PS2 up there. So yeah. I'm going to take a voucher for all of my tickets. And then when I return, I will be able to double up with the new tickets. Mm -hmm. And then I lost the voucher between That's trips. How they get so you. the next yep. the next spring break, I didn't. I had to fucking start over There again. was one time I bought a pair of sunglasses for Kim. And we went to the beach. And literally, like, we we don't go deep in that, that nasty water. I'll go up to, like, no. you know, my knees or something just to cool off a little bit. Right? And sure. we did that, and then Kim turned around, and her glasses were, like, off of her head and were floating away. <laughs> and we didn't even, like, <laughs> go into the water. That's pretty good. I was good. like, oh, well, all right. Better luck next time. It's like, I love the beach. It's Being in the water is, like, the worst part of it, though. And mm -hmm. I'm tired of pretending that it's not. Mm -hmm. Yes. Like, it's, like I, 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 I skimboarded in my youth. You know, I enjoy... I think I've been burned too many times by like when you're going out with your your youth group and you're all you're all wading into the water and then some some motherfuckers like there's a sandbar out there and you got to walk all the way through that fucking deep water where you're not even touching the ground anymore and it's like, like I don't fucking believe you I think you're bullying me right now mm. I don't care for that shit whatsoever uh, so I don't I don't I, like I don't like the the deep water personally I, I do like in this song at the end when it's like everything reminds me they let like it just sounds like someone from the crowd kind of join in. And, and oh yeah yeah I, this one goes hard because it's all like walkie-talkie vocals which they tried to yeah. fix on the remaster but but no yeah. thanks Th that's um, part of the charm of course yeah this is this is on my like my secret uh my secret list of songs that like when i um i have the house to myself and i draw all the blinds and like i turn on my white noise machine and then mm -hmm. i like i pull out my 
my my forbidden ukulele and i want to and i'm in the mood to just belt some shit mm. i'll play a little beach community to myself there you go you gotta i'll, I'll sound like a i'll sound like a, like a cat in heat as i'm singing about <laughs> i'm so in love that i'm committing daycare arson or whatever the fucking song's about uh next we have derailed which i believe you this song goes City. fucking major extreme hard dude i love this yeah. song def i definitely ask this every time but it's the rare slap city later discussed on the podcast yeah um and the the whole the whole song it's like okay i like this song and then we get to the part or crash them crash into, them into buildings, buildings. <laughs> oh my god i think i'm in love yeah it's good yeah dude it's oh man do you think Th- this, this is the one song that would like i would think about entering the pit if this song came yeah on. i wouldn't do, you, do it but i would think about it i f- i think again i'll have to you know see getting through the rest of it but i feel like this is the song where i understand most of the words so there's kind of a narrative to has... it it makes it easier to follow where it's yeah, like okay was, somebody's mm-hmm. like sad and then you put on a big conductor's hat and you um you you crash a bunch of trains together mm, yeah that's what the fablements is about I, so I've heard that. Uh, should I, should I, should I watch Fableman? You're in, you're in Paul Dano Hive, right? I, I, I don't. I think I feel like feel neutral to positive about him. I thought. Yeah, I'm neutral. I'm leaning, leaning positive. I feel like the only thing I remember seeing him in is like No Country for Old Men, and that was like decades ago. So yeah, he was funny in that though. I he did like not. Silly, see, he was like two silly guys. I didn't see what was he cooking. I didn't see that film. Um, oh, you didn't sit the three hour Batman. You didn't go to. No, you didn't see Swiss so. Army Man's yet. No, that's that's also Daniels, right? That one, yeah, that one's Daniels and uh, Daniel because I figured I was like well. my my rule was like okay, I've seen two movies that are like getting recognition, so if if like one wins that I haven't seen, you know, I'll check that out just so I can have a take on it. But yeah, um, everything every man won every award, so like I'm good, you know. That's true. I'm gonna see I'm gonna see John Wick next weekend, and then I probably won't see anything until like August. Yeah, yeah, I'm probably also going to catch the matinee so I can still watch WrestleMania, but I'm thinking maybe yeah, tomorrow, yeah, I'm thinking uh, next, next, I'm thinking next week in the afternoon. Next Sunday, I think I'll get the John Wick 4 matinee um, yeah. and be out. Yeah, every, I, I love sunlight, my com- so. my completely empty IMAX theater on a Saturday night because everybody's at home watching John Cena versus Austin Theory. Mm-hmm. Uh, that that Vince had no part in, in planning or, uh, or, no. or anything like that. Yeah, absolutely not. Um, I like this annotation, um, about, or or do you lay and think about how fucking lonely you've become? The annotation Mm -hmm. says, rather than going to sleep due to clear exhaustion, Barry's friend stays up late to explore their loneliness and sadness. That's like what an alien would think if they were watching human beings. That's (laughs) like, ah, they're choosing to stay awake to explore their loneliness and sadness. I'm always um, doing that shit. Yeah. Laying in bed, closing my eyes and I can't fall asleep. I'm like, I think I'll do some exploring. I think yeah. we'll do some internal exploration. Yeah, at this moment. I think yeah. I will choose to consider whether or not my friends actually like me or not. It's my choice. I yeah. actually would rather do this <laughs> yeah. than be asleep. Yeah, two, two, uh, me at two thirteen a.m. going back for more, <laughs> for more going, going back, going back for more. Oh shit! Is everybody mad at me? <laughs> yeah. Um, I was, I was thinking as I was listening to this uh, yesterday. I, I did have an idea of like, because we do, uh, if, you, if you don't know, we do Chance Ball, which is a sports anime podcast. Yeah, we do. And I was thinking about an anime where a guy wants to become like Japan's greatest train conductor. Um, <laughs> and this is like the opening. This is like the first episode before the first opening. You know, like this. There's is... no, no way will a small town mayor from South Bend, Indiana ever become the world's greatest <laughs> train conductor. Yeah, like he, 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 he makes everyone crash into exploding buildings and his parents are like, no, you, you can't do that. You have to like respect the people who take the you train. Have to, they have to stay on the fucking tracks, dude. Yeah. Oh, 
Yeah. Uh, I, I thought, you know, I, I watched, I watched, um, uh, Chikara no Shinkensen and it sure. was all right, but I really thought the trolley problem arc like went on way too long. Uh-huh. I thought they could have trimmed that down a little bit, but other than that, yeah. decent show. Yeah. So yeah, the stories on the island of Sodor usually don't get that that heavy, but that one was uh-huh. really weird when Thomas and his friends had to decide whether to let <laughs> yeah. Toby kill a guy or allow three guys to yeah, die. Yeah, when Ringo Starr was tied to the tracks, it was it was a bit. Uh-huh. You know, that one didn't get rave reviews. Um. Anyway, the song's good. The song's good. Um. I like I like Famous Friend as well. Mm-hmm. F- it's famous about having friend, a friend that's famous. Famous Friend is next. I have to ask a question. Are sure. you wait? Let me do my a little bit of research first because I don't want to. Um, you know, I would never want to give out misinformation on this. Stuff. No, yeah, absolutely. Are you familiar with the nineteen nineties uh, children's cartoon Pepper Ann? Uh, I know the theme song goes Pepper Ann, Pepper Ann, but that's about as far as I can help you with. If this if this song sounds exactly like the fucking Pepper Ann theme song. Okay, famous friend, famous friend. Okay. Famous friend, while you're telling lies again, Pepper Ann, she's like one in a million. It's the same song. That uh, is ever- the same song. Damn, Barry. Yeah, so pe- the Pepper Ann heads are, are finally uh, getting Pepper Ann got flowbotsed. Very sad. I did, and I, we're learning so much today. Uh, the lead character designer for, pep- for Pepper Ann, Tom Warburton, would later create Cartoon Network's codename Kids Next Door. Oh, so cool. You can kind of see so it. So a, a better show, respect. Yeah, it's probably better on Pepper Ann. I mean, I, was, I got it fucking. Decent, it was a decent show. I had so many fucking lunchroom arguments in my fucking elementary school where it was like, I'm number four, you're mm-hmm. fucking number two. And it's like, mm-hmm. I'm not fucking number two, you're fucking. No, I'm I'm number four or I'm number one. Mm-hmm. Jot yeah, that b- shit down. B- before, right now immediately. before it was uh, about like your star signs and stuff like that, it was which number are you? Yeah, that shit was, re- and then like it was like, oh, you want to be number four? No problem. I'll be number zero from the new special who just came out because that kid's fucking cool and he's like older than the other. Was one. number zero like? A, wasn't there like a robot or did they have robots? Yeah, I think or he like- was like evil or something because he. Or, I think it might have been like a Metal Gear Solid three situation where it's like he did grow up, but it was okay. secretly he was doing it, and like he went down in history as a villain. Mm-hmm. But then I feel he was- like I feel like this was slightly like. Kids Next Door came on slightly when I was like, I'm an, I'm grown now. I can't watch these child. Right. Anymore. Yeah. I still would, you know, like if if it was on, I'd like look over my shoulder and be like, oh, this is kind of good. But then I have to be like, no, this is childish. I only watch SpongeBob and mature cartoons. It was so. cool that the father he was like a silhouette and he was like a big fire guy. That guy was cool. Uh huh. Um, I I bet I bet it's a good show. But yeah, you'd probably it's on it's on HBO. You can you can check it out sometime. No, oh, fantastic. Okay, I'm going to log into Kim's. Kim's only kind of suggestions are going to be uh, <laughs> codename Kids Next Door now, because I'm going to watch on her account. So I, I like what we've been, what we've been talking about is a lot less heavy than what the actual song is about, which is mm-hmm. the scariest possible thing that could happen to somebody, which is you start like telling a story and people start laughing at you to your face mm-hmm. instead of mm-hmm. not even like they're being nice to your face and then they're your, all your friends are going to get together and like chuckle about the, the silly the silly thing that you said this mm-hmm. is like what if what if you walked into your class and like you're one of your one of your favorite students was like hey mr c how was your weekend and like 15 minutes into your story they all just start fucking laughing because they thought your story was boring mm-hmm. that shit is yeah. that shit it terrifies me mm-hmm. uh i wouldn't like that shit at all. all my all my stories are good though so yeah i know and that's but, what makes it you worse know, you you know what what my gimmick is my gimmick is if if they do that I always start and I go for a couple minutes and I'm like, wait, you guys are just trying to get me to 
to talk about something else so we don't have to do work. And they're like, no, 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 no. You know, so it's like, okay, if you say so, I'll keep talking, you know? <laughs> like, I, I can go. I got I got a good, like, 15 minutes, you know, set here. I, I, yeah, we're, please, way past the, we're way past the tight five at this point, so, Mr. You know. C, tell me about Sugar Diaz's fucking Bopus score. All right, so the Bopus score is zero for this year because that man has no patellar yeah, tendon. All right, let me get that straight first of all. Yeah, and that's why I'm taking some PTO to give him my patellar tendon. But I'll be back <laughs> yeah, shortly. I'm gonna I'm gonna miss a month. Yeah. <laughs> I'm getting yeah, a preemptive you, you, Tommy John just to donate yeah, that whole you, joint to him. Who, who do you think gave you this patellar tendon? <laughs> uh, anyway. Anyways, that's, uh, that's, I, I that's like, what Famous Friend is about. I was going to say, I like, I, I don't like it, I notice it. The progression, the, the character progression from Famous Friend to Hated Friend in verse 2. <laughs> yeah, that, that's how you know the time has uh, passed. Uh, exactly. Um, yeah, but but my stories are always, like, hilarious and, and entertaining. Yeah, so. yeah, that's why I wanted, that's why I, I podcasted with you for so long. Of course. I like them. Uh, let's check out the Patreon. Dot com slash post Game of Thrones. Yeah. Or if you like, you can donate to us. Uh, one dollar a month, you get all of our bonus content. Plus, there's there's free stuff on there. If you want to hear all the past name of the seasons, those are up there, and we just put one up. They're right there. Week. Um, I got the name of the. I feel like the, this name of the season is kind of mirroring the real life March Madness bracket. In that, you know, no, there's still a number one seed. Consider Bears is is going all the way. I think. Um, I, I think that's that seems like a problem. Yeah, that seems like a good option. Yeah, I, I think that was a heavy favorite in the deliberations, uh, except for Kim, who's fucking in love with Cornelia Horndorg and can't stop looking <laughs> at it anytime she remembers that it exists. Um, she she's got a point. Yeah, it's a good it's a good name. Um, so those are on there for free, and you get all of our other bonus content, including a new podcast launching next month, uh, conveniently when me and Kim are on spring break. Uh, that's, that's right. That's when we're going to. So look out for that. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I'll be in that one. Brooks, Brooks will be there. Brooks Nation, do not do not fear. New new Patreon podcast is just like two unrelated guys. We're like, uh-huh. yeah, we're expanding <laughs> our brand. So if, if you want to hear, yeah. if you want to hear, fucking uh, who is it, Johan and Brunt or whatever, Johan <laughs> and Brunt. Yeah, yeah. that's going to be their show. What they only talk about, which they Johan and Brunt, we have to put it behind the paywall. So if they're going to get like targeted. You know, you uh-huh. at least pay to do it. They're just talking about which K-pop stars they hate the most. Uh, that's all. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There. Uh, I so have some shit. To, uh, Brunt has some shit to say about NCT. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> You're not going to like what Johan has to say about Itzy. It's not. Good. Oh, no. Um, five I can't believe you went there, uh, frankly. Kim's back. Hi. Hi. Kim, did you know there's going to be a new Patreon show launching sometime next month on spring break? Oh, what's it about, Eddie? I don't know yet. I haven't seen it. But I just heard, like, like there was a big meeting the other day that they were talking about it in the Patreon conference room. Ah. So we'll see what that's about. Nice. I think it was cool that we spent the Patreon money on getting the conference room. Yeah. I think it's we, really nice. Yeah. We spent the money to get the conference room, so now we have to put a new show out to, to, to get more money <laughs> so we can put things in the con. We don't have, like, a, a computer or, like, a screen or anything. It's just a big room, empty room. So we're really- No, yeah. We had to get the pinball machine, and then we're going to get the pop filter after that. It's, we're going to get the pinball machine, we're going to get the pop filter, we're going to get, like, a a big mini fridge, and then we'll yeah. see, like, where that takes us. A big mini I've always wanted so a mini fridge that was large. Small it's, no, mini fridges are way cooler. So if you so just get a big it's, one? It's a mini fridge gives off a much more, like, casual vibe. But it's going to be the size of a regular? You can fit, like, 15 drinks in it. Ah. You know? Ah. So, like, no, it's, it's, it's not going to fit under your desk, but it's going to be sizable. Got it. Got you know? it, got it. 
I don't even know where you found those the the like uh, the cone cups, you know, like the little like plastic on the, on the water cooler. Yeah, I just like, got I never those. see those at the fucking store, but I like it because you can't put it down. Like you got to chug that fucking water in the cone. wholesale at Costco. It was a good deal. Um, Hell yeah, dude. We'll get. We're gonna get a fantasy. We gotta get a fantasy. F- fuck the f- fuck the mini fridge. <laughs> we're paying the upkeep uh, upkeep <laughs> on a fantasy coke. Fuck machine. new mics. Fuck that. Fuck better internet. <laughs> yeah. Um, five dollars. You can request music for us to listen to on Fun Point, like we're doing right now. Uh, and you get shoutouts at the end of episodes. $10, uh, you can... What do you get? Special user status in Discord. Yeah, that's and for sure. we make a fire pro wrestling monster. Unless it's any of the guys from Joyce Manor, because I don't know what they look like. Um, so you could just send yeah, me a that's... photo of anyone and be like, this is this is Brent from Joyce Manor. And be like, yeah, I bet it is. Yeah. Yeah, well, one of the one of the one of the children from the one of Sachio's friends from the cover of the <laughs> yeah. album. These these children love their addictive red candies. They do. They can't get enough. Uh, next track on here is Leather Jacket. Um, and you know this one's about like the, the, the you're you're so, you're a different person. You become another person, like the Master of Disguise, when you wear your leather jacket. Yes, right. As I was listening to it, I was like. I kind of want a leather jacket. <laughs> like, yeah, dude, I'm like, listen, I'm, I, I just bought, because I, I got a job recently for mm-hmm. the first time in my life, and I bought new clothes for the first time since pre pandemic times a mm-hmm. few weeks ago. And I've, when I put on my slightly different red flannel, I really am somebody else, dude. I feel mm-hmm. good. Like, it's, uh-huh. I can't, I can't recommend getting, getting clothes enough when you need to, you need to getting- feel different. Getting yeah, getting clothes has has become my uh, you, you know now that I'm a mature adult, um, and I don't like you know frivolously spend my money on video games and stuff. You don't I buy just, a, a Nendoroid figure. You're exactly, you're gonna you're gonna buy a cool bomber jacket that makes you look like Star Lords from Marvel. My one, my bomber jacket is easily my favorite jacket. First of all, it's, it's it sounds cool and it is cool. That's what I like about bomber I'm, jackets. I'm spending on I'm spending that cash on like an oversized crew neck sweater. And I'm just being fucking oh, yeah. comfy and I'm chilling out, you know. That's yeah. my thing. Um, I'm all I'm all about comfort. I'm tired. I'm tired of dressing up. People know that about me. That's like he's he's been too buttoned up for too long. He needs mm-hmm. to fucking. I just like. I just like uh did did curbside pickup to get like a second weighted blanket just for mm-hmm. my living room mm-hmm. to, to just like to have like around my workspace where like if I need some weighted blanket time and I don't want to bring it out from my bedroom. Mm-hmm. And that's what it's all about. It's all about, I don't know what, what Barry's fucking attitude is in this song, where it's like, you're somebody else when you put on your cool shirt. It's like, you should be happy for somebody who has a cool item of clothing, because it's it means a lot to it, them. Exactly. You say, hey, where, do, where did you get that? I like that jacket that you have. You know? Yeah. Um, <laughs> when he does say- That looks I bad just, on you. You, sh- you should learned. let me have it. I hate the way you're leaning and you're looking at your phone. That's about Damon. It's about, yeah, um, yeah, yeah. I hate the way I feel like dying when I'm all alone. This is Viserys. This is, uh... Right. He's, he's pissed off that his brother is so much cooler than him. Right, and we we saw that Aemon tried to, like, tried to find his own, like, leather hoodie. Yeah, but, yeah, but uh, yeah it, it just, he could not rock it. It just, you yeah. you told, you, like, could I'm somebody see. else when I'm down here in Flea Bottom, brother. Yeah, he, he was wearing someone else's skin in that way. Um, yeah. So... He, he is that way. I like that about him. Yeah, that is cool. You know, you already, I feel like... I, I think it's over. He already has the eye patch, right? Like, if you're talking about accessorizing to increase your fit, it doesn't matter what else you have on if you have an eye patch, right? Yeah. So I feel like that's when you're doing too much. You don't need a leather eye patch and a fucking sapphire eye and a leather jacket. Like, it's over. Right. That, I was imagining that's what Eamon's comeback would be like, oh, you're right. Let me take off my eye patch and uh, sapphire immediately. Oh, my God. I was I was about to say, 
you know, you, you can't, it's a classic, but it is, if you just have a white t-shirt and blue jeans, like that's a classic, like I'm an American guy look, right? Yeah, I'm, I'm if Bruce you right have, now. If you have a sapphire eye, dude, like, come on. Bro, if Bruce Springsteen had a fucking sapphire eye when he Bro, was like, when he, oh. when he humped the camera at Super Bowl. Oh my God. Damn, dude. Bruce, please. Respect. You make you have you make so much money from those stupid concert tickets. Just get a sapphire eye, dude. It's what it's what the big man would have wanted. So yeah, do it for him. Do I'm like I'm like going back in time and like the day before he like meets Barack Obama, I'm giving him a sapphire eye, which changes the trajectory of his life and makes him <laughs> yeah. like that's what he's that's what he does now instead of like yeah. writing fucking mm-hmm. Netflix series with Barack or whatever. Netflix he's up series to. Call, just that are called like the Spirit of America or whatever. Yeah, like, he just walks around and has a sapphire yeah. eye. The wonder of the country. Wow, I love that exactly. show. Great, fantastic. You are, well, you already made an album called uh, a song called Atlantic City, so you know that's that's really the wonder. Yeah, the country, but great right. record. We're just a great record. We're just rehashing the hits here, but anyway. Uh, next we have Twenty uh, First Dead Rats, which I just learned is what the song is called. Uh, yeah. Um, in a Reddit AMA from 2015, Barry of Joyce Manor talked about the origins. Quote: mm-hmm. I kept seeing dead birds around Long Beach and my friend's twenty first birthday, and Twenty First Dead Rats sounds better than Twenty First Dead Birds. Cool. Oh, yeah, yeah, I guess. Um, I guess, but I why not twenty one? Oh, because if it was twenty one dead rats, those I feel like could be confused for ninety six quite bitter beings, right? Uh, so you know that that's like an Green issue. Day had recently done their worst song of all time, Twenty One Gun. That could have been you know you could have you could no like honestly mistaken. Honestly, no slap. Like, don't even come on. I, w- I think I was I was moving out of like my anti like fucking Green Day's freaking emo and bad. Like I think mm-hmm. I had moved out of that phase, but I, I heard Twenty One Gun and I was like, no, there's they they have work to do. Mm-hmm. I'll listen to I'll listen to Dookie now, but I'm not listening to that shit. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, I, it's like because when I listen to this this album, it's literally I'm driving to work and I hear the whole thing and like straight through. Like, mm-hmm. I feel like I've never been like, I really want to listen to Leather Jacket right now. It's, I want to listen to Joyce Manor's self-titled album. So it's kind right. of just like one long song for me, you know? Right. And I feel like this one, I always forget about. I don't know. This is always the, this is the first point in the album usually where I'm like, I pull up the track list and I'm like, let me go to Consonetic. Like that's, yeah. mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. but like by the time, you know, I, I pick up my phone, it's already logged that I've listened to it. And the algorithm's exactly. like, oh, so, Brooks really yeah. likes 21st Dead Rats. Yeah, so let's, let's put it on there one more time. He really likes 21st Dead Rats and Ashtray Petting Zoo, the two songs that he knows a lot about what they're about. Oh, yeah, and, definitely. Um, That's why he yeah. likes them so much. Yeah. So. I hate um, when rats die. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, Let me actually see what, so I do see the, the uh, okay, I was going to click on it. Because it's like I thought about the part that goes, "You're such a disease," and it's like, "Oh, does this have?" You're such to do a with, disease. It's a good with, part with with rats and how they like you know spread sickness. Are they doing like a ghost thing? Like they did like a Last album? of Us reference where there's yeah. like the, all the rats mm-hmm. together, like King style. But no, it's a uh, Kevin. You're such a disease is a line from the movie Home Alone, delivered to Kevin McAllister by his cousin. That's cool. I didn't know they knew about Home Alone on the West Coast. That's awesome. I I feel like again, Kevin. Kevin, he he like murders people in those movies, right? He kills Danny DeVito and the other guy, right? He uh, did kill Danny DeVito in Home Alone, yeah. But he, like, he is treated like shit for no reason. Like, in Home Alone 2, they're doing, like, a choir performance, and he's just singing in his little boy voice, and everyone in the arena laughs at him. Like, yeah, he That's sounds cr- like a child. He's fucking Macaulay Culkin, and he's 12. Like, what do you want? Like, I don't understand. Good. <laughs> 
they they laugh at him and then he like pushes a kid and they're like kevin you you fucking maniac like how could you do this at at god's house kevin we're going on vacation without you again fuck you yeah they put put him in a dog kennel and they leave (laughs) kevin we'll do it again we did it once (laughs) you know we'll do it to you kevin on God, we will do Home Alone Junior three, and <laughs> yeah. we'll, we'll recast your ass. We swear to God, we'll get some other kid in there. How's that feel, Kevin? Huh? Bet you don't yeah. like that. Um. Anyway, this song's about uh, rats, I guess. Yeah. You choose, choose, choose one of the three. Fuck Mary, kill. Okay. <laughs> Twenty first dead rats. Ninety six quite bitter beings. Twelve bricks. Uh, I think I'm. I think I'm fucking twelve bricks. Mm-hmm. Um, I think I'm gonna marry ninety six quite bitter beings, and I think I'm. I yeah, think I'm gonna kill twenty first dead rats. I, I think we're on the same page. It's just twenty first dead rats didn't have the same cultural impact as the other two. So, right. Like, you know that. And it's like twelve. Twelve bricks. Like it makes me the happiest. Mm-hmm. But it's like I don't. I don't. You feel don't, like that. That honeymoon phase is gonna wear off quick. Yeah, yeah exactly. Like, yeah, yeah, there they go, like, side of the road. Yes, I know, honey. Yeah, it's like, you know, if you if you see the same joke a hundred times, like, you're eventually, there's going to be diminishing returns. But if you hear it, the best riff of all time a hundred mm-hmm. times, you still like it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that, that's why, that, yeah, that's why. And I, I also think, that, you know, I'm, I'm getting that Westchester, Pennsylvania money, so. Next we have Constant Nothing, which I forget is on here because two tracks from now we have Constant Headache, so. Um, yeah, this it's cool that they put the song that I like less first. That's like a, mm-hmm. it's like a good reminder of yeah, and not that I dislike the song, but uh, uh, I feel like I can't tell you how the song goes right now. Hey, wait, cough count, keep me awake, and it just wears me out. Oh, um, it just wears me out. Yeah, okay, yeah, yeah. Okay, I, I said it like thirty times in a row. Okay, um, good song. The, uh, Genius is really fucking dragging their feet on this one because mm-hmm. verse one is so obviously about touring. And that's like, mm-hmm. that's such an obvious, like every fucking pop punk emo, whatever band mm-hmm. has like, has at least one song about how like, oh, it's hard to be on the fucking highway and you got to like beep it so you can stay awake on the highway. Wow. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I um, did see there, I was reading through that AMA where um, Barry explained that he doesn't remember what his songs are about. Mm-hmm. And he did say they don't like the entire band doesn't like touring for more than a couple weeks at once, which is so fucking true. And I'm so glad somebody's finally said it. Yeah, because it's I always would fucking like hate touring. Oh, my yeah, God. It's it's like complaining about like, oh, we're we're always, you know, on the road and so hard to be away from home, but also like glamorizing it as like this this cool lifestyle. Like, yeah. it, literally, if I I could be at like a luxury resort for the weekend and that whole time, I'm like, God, I just want to be on my own toilet right now. I no. literally, I when I when I saw the 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 like world tour dates for Twice, and mm-hmm. I was like, I saw that there was like there were like two days between like the fucking LA show and the Texas show, and literally my first thought was like, oh shit, like Dahyun's not going to be able to have cheeseburger while she's in Texas because she has a <laughs> yeah. show in two days, <laughs> yeah. and there's no fucking way anybody could eat cheeseburger and then go and do a dancing performance for three hours on stage in front of eighty thousand people. That's it. Just shows you you never know what happens. Not less than two hours ago, I had a fucking cheesy gordita crunch and no one would I'm, glad I'm, you're with I'm, us still. I'm out here i'm out here putting out my a game you know this is like my my yeah, you're doing game here <laughs> um so you never know the struggles that like performers are going through so you have to respect them no matter what they do yeah even if they wear t-shirts is... that are questionable <laughs> yeah if you <laughs> yeah if you're going to leave us a one-star review because we don't know anything about music consider that one of us may have recently eaten cheeseburger and we're going through it exactly yeah so, you know, just think about that sometimes. Just, you know, remember the, remember the human behind the podcast. Did you know that in verse two, you'll get nothing and like it is a quote from the 1980 movie Caddyshack? I feel, so I've never yeah. seen Caddyshack. 
All right. But another another movie of the same ilk, I believe, that I've never seen is Airplane. Okay. I, I feel like Airplane is still funny and Caddyshack is not. I would Without seeing say, either of them. Yeah, it's been a minute since I've watched either one of them. Mm-hmm. I Caddyshack is probably my number one example, and this could be wrong. I don't think it is. Mm-hmm. But I don't think Caddyshack is funny. And I think we've talked about before how, like, comedies used to really not have jokes in them until like the mask came out Mm -hmm. like i think maybe like dumb and dumber was like the first one to really be like we should put jokes in this yeah 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 because there have been a lot of times in the last couple years where like i put on some like classic fucking monty python movie or something and it'll be like all the letterbox reviews will be like wow the like jokes per minute is like off the fucking rails it's just a fucking laugh a minute and i'm just i'm sitting there like like patrick bateman like i don't know I, i it's just it is funny when the when the gopher dances, though, in the hole. Mm. I remember being a kid and being pissed off anytime I would watch something on ESPN that's like, the best sports movies, and Caddyshack would be number one. I'd be like, oh, fuck off. Yeah. No, no one likes that shit. It's the same thing yeah. where it's like, it'll be like, uh, ESPN's like best dunks of all time, and number one is like Dr. J dunking mm. it from five feet away. And it's yeah. like, well, that hadn't been done before. So at the yeah. time. So you got to respect it. <laughs> yeah. It's like, no, I don't like, think I will. No, I could put up 102 back then. Yeah, don't worry l- about let it. Let me call up my, my good friend Vince Carter and see what he has to say about that. Yeah, yeah. Wilt the Silt never put never put his fucking elbow in it, did he? Mm-hmm. Um, Next we have Ashtray Petting Zoo, which just sounds disgusting. Um, yeah, I don't I don't care for that shit. God bless you, Ashtray Petting Zoo. Um, I, I do, I, as we're learning about all these songs, I do like that Ashtray Petting Zoo, according to Genius, possibly a reference to Ashtray Monument, a song by Jawbreaker, who are very influential in the pop punk and emo genres Joyce Manor is considered a part of. I think I have I haven't listened. I feel like that Jawbreaker was definitely something I listened to when I was like, oh, I need to listen to Operation Ivy to know what ska is, you know? So I right, attached yeah. listening to Jawbreaker to being 15. Oh, they're sure. Pro- they're probably still good. Jawbreaker's probably still good. I don't know. Yeah. I'd have to I'd have to find out. But then if I'm disappointed, I won't like that. So Right. Yeah, let me know how that is. Okay. Um, I'll be over here watching I'm doing fucking it. Um oh, boxcar. Boxcar is good. So yes, it holds up. Okay. Yeah. Oh, I did that that did remind me, just so that nobody gets mad at me. Um I did recently watch Blazing Saddles for the first time, and the part where the horses explode is, is genuinely very funny. So I, okay. I take back what I said about I, the mask being the first funny movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Definitely I gotta yeah, um, me yeah. and Eddie both condone everything that happens in Blazing Saddles. I'm, I'm, Let's move I'm on. Finally, utilizing my Letterbox watch like watch list, and I'm only putting Blazing Saddles on there and never adding anything else. <laughs> uh-huh. Yeah, <laughs> I'll Roy get around to maneuver. Uh-huh. Uh, finally, we have constant headache. Finally, um, we got out of the Ashtray Petting Zoo is a really a great example of the death slot that we always talk about. Uh-huh. Um, I'm a busy man. Especially, I don't. I'm skipping a 90 second song. Sorry. Especially like in comparison. This is, I love, I love Constant Headache because it's three minutes and four seconds, and by almost a minute, it's the longest song on the album. It's the longest, yeah. It has a full verse chorus uh, tradition. Yeah, it's crazy. Uh It really spoiled us on this one. Another one where I feel like you, again, because I, I was going to say, you know, you can understand a lot of words in this song, but I had no idea he said a dead pet device. Um, yeah, the top comment is by Sauger uh, three years ago does say, hey, what the fuck is a dead pet device? Mm-hmm. So 
That's what I'm constantly trying to activate in my garage. Like, that's <laughs> when I'm talking about the device. That's what it means. So watch out, you know. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. You better hope yeah, things go it, right or else I'm activating the device. Yeah, it's, it's just a Hershey's candy bar. <laughs> that I'm cutting up into pieces. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. So Constant Headache is a track from Joyce Manor's self-titled album. The song is often misinterpreted, thought to be told from a dog's perspective. Uh-huh? I, uh, yeah, maybe, you know, maybe I'm, I'm just the, the odd man out on here. Uh, but I always assumed it was a person <laughs> having these emotions. So no, I guess it's a dog. No, genius user Matt explains two years ago. Oh, Matt, uh, explains. Oh, thanks uh, here's for the, why the song is Yeah, thank you, Matt. Um, so the song is about a dog because like at the first verse, it's hearing its owner and coming and it's high. It, it's hiding because it's partying and it's loud. The chorus, the dog is a constant headache, something the owner has to keep dealing with, but he still loves it. Verse two, the owner finds the dog talking about what a good boy he is. The dog has done a bad thing in the sink, so he feels bad. He's sad he didn't watch his owner having sex. He often does this because dogs are creepy like that. And then it just sort of goes on like that for a while. It just we and can kind of make up whatever dogs are and what they like and what they do for this uh, kind of... This, this is definitely a like when someone is a horse theory. In Yeah, I don't like... You know? Yeah, the song's about the Lord of Light. One perfect night's not enough. That's about um, the long night. It was yeah. One perfect night. Yeah, nobody yeah. but Theon died. It was great. Exactly. So yeah, <laughs> no, it was because Theon and Jorah died. So you know. Yeah, it, yeah, it was an e- equivalent exchange. You you can't get better than that. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Mm. This um, is an I, I this is this is another just like fucking nerd ass thing that I have to say every time it comes up. But like, it's still fucking wild to me that people were drinking in high school. Like, you can't do that. Yeah. But there's all these there's all these songs about how like I you were drunker than high school, self conscious and sweet, and like mm-hmm. I'm just every time I fucking think back to high school, I like I'm like imagining like in my algebra two class, and I was like, y'all were getting fucked up, and you didn't even tell me. This, yeah, where was this happening? Because I had no idea about it. Yeah, no wonder I've, I'm so much better at memorizing the Pythagorean theorem than yeah. you. Uh, there is a comment from a genius user Tyler C Maple from two years ago who says, "Whoever this Matt guy is in these comments, so." Yeah, you had me in the first part, but when you started saying dogs like watching their owners have sex because they're creepy, you were reaching. It all fell apart after that. LMFAO. <laughs> so yeah, destroyed. <laughs> people have been talking about Matt's articles for years, and we just were completely unaware. So uh-huh. mm-hmm. uh huh. We can't we can't keep get, letting him get away with this. Mm-hmm. Um. Anyway. Um. Yeah, the song's about how it's it's really good to go to the dentist if you can. Um. As soon yeah. as you, you you've you've gotten dental insurance, listen to listen to I feel like, your favorite podcast. I feel like go to the dentist. I, I feel like if I go to the dentist and I leave with all of my like still current teeth, like I'm disappointed. You know, you like, so you want the upgrades? I want yes. If you could, because I have I don't I probably have like four fake teeth at this point. And I'm like just while you're there, just like knock them out. Like just cover right. all of them with fake teeth, you know, because then that's less for me to worry about. Right. You, you see, I'm just ro- I'm I'm only rocking with the one right now, so I'm still a little bit worried about losing more. They uh-huh. are trying to get get me to take my my wisdom teeth out, but it's like I'm not ready to be made into content. Anymore. And every not, every time they're like, "Do you like brush and floss?" I'm like, "Yes, I brush three times a day and I floss twice, and then all of my sour sketty falls out of my pockets." Right. Uh, yeah. So they're like, yeah, we got to get these out of your head right now. Um. So yeah. You know, I, it's I like, just a, a tip that I've learned recently. If you're a person who, you know, you the prior to getting this dental insurance, probably the last time you went to the dentist is like when your mom or dad drove you. Mm-hmm. Um, they get less mad at you every time you go. Like the first time it is going to be hard and they are going to get really mad at you. Mm-hmm. 
But then the next time it's like, oh, you, I can see you've been doing good since we and took then all it's the good teeth out of your you mouth. Can, you can, you track your improvement, you know? Oh yeah. Now it's like every night when I'm, when I'm flossing, I'm like, oh, she's going to be, she's not going to be mad at me at all. She's going to have no shit to say to me. A uh, cool thing is my dentist. Her name is Dr. Sony. Um, that's, that's, that's pretty good. But with an I, not the Y, like the PlayStation. Um, right. Yeah. I, I'm like, I'm like, yeah, the PlayStation's going to be happy when she gets a look, look at my molars today. So. Right. Mm-hmm. Man, I... Remember when the kid dentist had video games? That shit was that shit was awesome. It was like a big like it was like an arcade cabinet kind of with just like a Dreamcast in it. Yeah, yeah it like good. I remember playing Tony Hawk on N sixty four while we, in the waiting room for dentist. Maybe uh, I, maybe uh, I would have gone in college if they had had that set up. Exactly. Yeah. Maybe you could instead of those fucking little the, uh, like, like, things with the with the yeah. Like, hey. The yeah. I'll, I'll keep uh just like squeeze my squeeze my palm if you want me to like open wider. But I'm gonna put on my Oculus Quest headset and play Beat Saber <laughs> until you're done. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. It's like oh oh no I thought they were giving me like anesthesia but instead they put the Oculus on me. So okay. I'm <laughs> oh shit! I'm playing world. super hot. All right. <laughs> yeah. Go, I'm playing super hot and not moving at all the entire time. Yeah, I'm losing on the first level over and over, but it's so <laughs> distracting and I love it. Uh, anyway, I guess that's uh, Joyce Manor's self-titled album. It's good and we liked it and it takes you 17 minutes to listen to it. So just like, you can Yeah, but it takes over an hour to listen to our show. So thank you for listening. We got more yeah. to talk about they as said, well, but they thanks. Said it, it said it could never be done, but we managed it. Yeah. Uh, what do we do? Questions? Uh, Whatever you want. That's, Sometimes okay, you do Slap City first. Questions? At, at you left, I'm, I'm switching it up. You know, so yeah, it's, it's like, phase three. Who, knows, who gives a shit? Who knows what it's going to be? From universally beloved uh, at Love Small Song on Twitter says, "What if it was Joyce Carol Oates Manor? What if? Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I if you like... love small songs, you should you should listen to this album. Yeah, exactly. This will be like delightful for you. Um, I feel like Joyce Carol Oates has is Joyce Carol Oates is like a volume shooter, you know." <laughs> Like, do, oh yeah, are, she's she's getting most field goal attempts every week. Exactly, and that's why the like points are so. Don't look at the misses too much, but there's a, like a lot of hits. You know, she's draining threes. She'll miss seven, but she'll make ten. Yeah, you know? she, so. she's on that Kogane shit where it's like sixty yeah, percent yeah. of the time it's going to be the most beautiful jumper you've ever seen. Uh huh. But the other times it's like you want to protect. That's not making it to the highlights. You know, right? I do. Um, I I do think that. To her credit, sometimes we do, like, I think there's been some discourse about this recently where it's like, we just, like, don't allow, like, certain people to, like, do irony because we don't expect it from anybody, like, over the age of 30. Mm-hmm. But, like, mm-hmm. I, I'm I'm willing to believe that, like, her post about how, like, uh, skeletons like the at skeletons, Halloween like, uh, are, like, are, yeah. are, t- are terrible reminders of war crimes or whatever. It's like, she yeah. could have just been posting. I could buy that. Goofing. Yeah, she could have been goofing. You never know. Either the thing is, I love it if she's goofing, and I love it if she's not. I'm, I'm hitting way, that retweet yeah. just as much. Either way, yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Uh, we did get a, a tweet. I would like to think it was in response to our last yada yada boys episode, but uh, at the true JLo on Twitter just replied, "Oh brother." Um, <laughs> so I didn't. I had to check if that was about this album or about the last episode. Um, and I'm right. glad we didn't get those of uh, three fateful words that usually appear after that statement. Uh, right. Yeah. That would that would have been really painful for me. That would have been painful for us. But um, maybe it's it true because pr- we only got one question. No one wanted to talk about yeah. this album. It was just a yeah. holdover from like when we said Jiang Yun's name back wrong or something like that. Yeah. Exactly. Uh-huh. Um, that you love to hear it on Twitter. Uh, let's hop on over to Slap City, where I'm going to yeah, scroll down all 236 songs in 15 hours and 15 minutes of it. It's a and good playlist. You, I listen to it sometimes. You went first last time. Yeah. Um. So I'm up. 
now. Um, hold on, I gotta find my guy that I'm gonna. It, it's not related to this at all. Um, it's fine. It's, it's I found out. I found out. So in in the World Baseball Classic, uh, Francisco Lindor hit an inside the park home run because Julio Rodriguez fucked up like a routine single. Mariners no, moment. No disrespect to him. Mariners moment. And then there was like a montage someone made of him running around the bases with this song playing. Oh, and you're putting is... the Benny Hill theme song on no, Club City? <laughs> so it is Borinquen by Irvin El Boricua Rosario. Hell yeah, let's go. Uh, it's a song about how cool Puerto Rico is. And if you've t- taken Spanish like two, you understand every word in this song. Oh, the Duolingo L is going to get me through on this one. Great. Yeah, so it, it's literally like Puerto Rico is beautiful. The beaches are great. And so are the women. I love my islands. Like that's the whole yeah. song. You know, so... <laughs> Yeah, when they say hard. fucking La Primavera and El Otoño and shit, I'm going to be like, those are seasons. Yeah, he, I got it. Says, no problem. He says, he says La Playa, and you know what that means. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, me it, listening just, to the Bad Bunny shit about La Playa, too. I've mastered. I know it. it it's, it's no problem. The, the fucking album cover is just this guy with, like, khakis and a button-down shirt, and he's just standing in front of a wall. Like, awesome, okay. dude. Fantastic. Don't try to be cool at all. Let the music speak for itself. So, Very cool. That's going on there. Um, What do you got for me? Um, I... I'm annoyed because I'm finding out that this band is good like 50 years later than everybody else. But also there was like three days after I started listening to the band, they like had sort of a viral Twitter moment. So it it makes me feel like a real bandwagoner. But I want it on the record that I was listening to them like three days before the video clip that everybody was sharing went around. (laughs) Did you know that the B-52s are good? I've, I've heard that before. Yes. Yeah, I did. You know, like it's the there's like an improv warm up that is famous among improv circles where it's like you it's called like, like hey, Fre- hey Fred Schneider, what are you doing? Mm-hmm. And then you go around and you just like say a random thing like I'm mm-hmm. raking the leaves with a fork and you say it mm-hmm. like Fred Schneider and then you go around. And it's so fucking fun and funny. Mm-hmm. Um, but I was I, just the other day I was like, what if I actually listened to them and I like saw if they were good? Mm-hmm. Um, and then I listened to two of their albums and I thought they were good. And I might even do something more long form about that in the somewhat near future. That would but be for fun. now, mm-hmm. but for now I am going to, uh, to induct private Idaho by the B-52s into Slap City because it goes okay. super mondo mega hard and I enjoy it. I don't know. I feel like that's probably one that I would know if I heard it, but off the top of my head, I can't tell you right. how it goes, mm-hmm. but I'll check it out. I was also like, Oh, a fucking Keanu Reeves reference. And then I realized that the movie was named after the song. Yeah. <laughs> um all right pop that on there uh thank you to our best friend of the show and above tier patrons starting with <clears throat> valerie w trigger harpy Tufster mcgee the master ds targaryen royal eyebrow shaver sylvie bullet so nasty <laughs> stephanie ruff and now um tabbing back oh, all right scroll down silvery air sensual kazoo sarah mcclintock sarah lucky dice kirby ryan west paul moran paul blart fleshcart Old Petey, Morg Haunting the Morg, Molly Schaefer, MJ Jenny, Minoan Chomsky, Milk Succubus, Matt Berger, Maggie Rice, Lenini, Don't You Be a Meanie, Don't You Be a Meanie, Kiwi, K Darling, It Was a Penguin, Hecabee, Graham of Steel, Ducky Aisha, Dio Brando Stole My Massive Joe Star Dick. I'll drink mm-hmm. to that. Uh, Dio's going to be voicing a guy in Jujutsu Kaisen. I saw season, some, season two. yes, something. And he's, 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 like a, he's like a nasty man. He's going to be like, so, I'm going to suck on your finger, like in the deal. Oh, oh, hell yeah. So, cool. you, so you got you to gotta catch up before like, July yeah, for or whatever sure. it drops. Uh, Derek. Great big sword. David Besser runs with Lesser. Chris. Hey, bro. Caroline Savage. Brianna. Big Titty Goss Treadwife. Audrey Olson. Anna XB. Andres Gonzalez. Amy. Alex C. Aditya Kumar. Sarah and Blair, Roy, Paul Bechtel, Patrick Gallagher, Neve Noel Williams, Kush Bayou Star, 
Josh Veal. <clears throat> Josh Veal. Elliot Valentine, Destry Hawk, Cursed Goat, Caroline Belock, Big Flat Bunt, and uh, Barrier Trio. Antigone Progany and Alex Shaw. Thank you for the <laughs> generous donations. Yeah. Thank um, you for your articles and donations. Yes, of course. We love reading them and commenting on them. Mm-hmm. And, and and saying our comment and then typing LMAO at the, at the end. Of the <laughs> um, it's my turn to pick again. Yeah. So I'm still keeping my gimmick. It's classic albums that are albums that are considered, you know. I'll I'll be the final. Yeah, we'll be the fucking. Yeah, we're gonna see what based on normie opinions. But last time we went to uh, the early two thousands, right? We did we did minus mouse. So we're gonna pick two different decades that I'll give you the kind of diverging path to choose from. Okay, sure. Would you like to take something from either? uh, Let's see. Um, you know, we'll stick with. Do you want to do? We're going to keep it in the 80s. We're going, I feel like going 80s mode. 80s? We haven't been in the 80s Would you rather go mid-80s or late 80s? I consider all the 80s to be mid, folks. Yes, but if you had had to Uh, choose. Mid or late, I'll uh, I'll go go mid. All right. Uh, Well, it's a good thing that uh, we didn't do that many voices uh, this week. Because we're going to be doing one. In, in two weeks, that's really going to put us put us out of commission for a bit. Okay. Um, so again, I don't know if this is the Are best choice. Appetite for Destruction. No, absolutely. You th- you really think I haven't listened to Appetite for Destruction? Oh, that's right. I forgot that part of the gimmick. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Um, maybe there's a, a better choice, but this is the one I know of. So I'm going to pick it. We are doing this album was released in 1985. And it is Tom Waits's Rain Dogs. Yeah, dude. So we're gonna uh, need to kind of really <laughs> get ready for that one. Yeah, I'm sure there's a lot of funny stuff to riff on in that one. I can't wait. Yeah, it's gonna be it's gonna be a laugh riot. Yeah, we're gonna uh, get his ass. <laughs> yeah, about time someone did. So Tom Waits, you're you're up next. So yeah, I have I have a, a pretty big blind spot with regards to Tom. Like I know I know about the voice because I I'm you know I'm a comedy veteran. Yeah, but like I only know him as like because he had like a bit part in the movie Wrist Cutters. I think which if I remember right, I, which for some reason I have seen. Don't yeah, know why. I, I, it, ha- <laughs> it has a Gogo Bardella song in it, so I watched it when uh-huh. I was when I was yeah, a teenager. Probably. It was good. Mm. Uh, yeah, Tom Waits is just one of those those people that I, I feel like has one million albums that I never know like. I'm like, that's a lot to get into, you know? Yeah, it feels um, wrong that we did, like, Nick Cave and John Prime, but we haven't done Tom Waits yet. Mm, like, they, they well, feel, it feels like that that could be a sort of, like, a blunt rotation, as the kids say. Oh, yeah, that the the trilogy, you know, wraps itself up there. So, two weeks, Tom Waits, Tom Waits, Wayne Dogs, is what we're going to do. That's right. Um, anyway. Cemetery nice. Polka, that's not, maybe, like, maybe you got Weird Al on that one, that's funny. Uh, a lot of, uh, scrolling down the, uh, the, you know, the boomer, um, publications a lot of five stars on there a lot yeah of, uh, i could see that mm-hmm. so you know joyce manor joyce manor got a lot on a lot of songs but it comes in at under an hour so yeah you know, so you know we can we've been we've been living easy for too long <laughs> yeah we're really gonna need to talk about some fucking songs next time so yeah we're gonna do it uh thank you for listening yeah, and thanks. thank you um genius for telling us what songs what they were saying in the songs yeah thanks for uh all bands who like release the lyrics to their songs so we can sing along with them thank you thank you so much we really appreciate it um anyway 
see you in two weeks. Next week, we're, we're still talking on JoJo Part 6, Yada Yada Boys. I think it's going to be a good episode. I think it's going to be a good episode. And uh, so you have Yada Yada Boys next week to look forward to. And also, um, Bray Wyatt is gone from WWE due to creative differences. So enjoy WrestleMania without the fear of The Fiend so, hanging so, over exactly. your head, everyone. So, so we're never going to mention The Fiend on one of our productions ever again. Right. Even though The Fiend has not appeared on the programming in three or four years at this point. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But it doesn't mean that we're going to stop talking know. about him. Has he just been Bray Wyatt the whole time? He just did been doing a thing where like he came back and he was like, I just want to tell you guys from the bottom of my heart that this is the real me and I appreciate all the support. And then Uncle Howdy came out and he was like, I'm your evil side and I'm going to kill you. I really thought he was still doing fiend shit this whole time. Yeah, I mean, he brought back the Firefly Funhouse. People thought he was doing like a three faces of Foley thing. Mm-hmm. Um, but apparently uh, Brock Lesnar saw all that shit and says, oh, I'm not jobbing to that at WrestleMania. Yeah. And then Bray Wyatt says, me and Uncle Howdy are out of here. Yeah. All right, rest in peace, um, The Fiend. We miss you so much. They'll they'll be back someday. Yo, Uncle Howdy, spin that shit.